0: This podcast contains potentially adult language, adult themes, definitely drinking, and possibly sexual context. Listener discretion is advised. We started recording. Nessa, stop. I felt like
1: the light was like super bright on the screen, so I was trying to. Look. It, it was your speakers on, and it sounds like you're doing
0: rustling in the breeze. We're trying to record. <laughs> this is why we
1: can't have nice things. I'm trying okay. not to add some ambiance to the conversation. <laughs> oh
0: my goodness, we're never going to get through this. Okay,
1: this is the literary
0: briefs episode. I'm your host, Erica Lance. With me today is.
1: Vanessa Valiente
0: and our guest today is Martika Carland. oh my gosh let's talk about what we're drinking since Vanessa ruined the start of this presentation <laughs> I am finishing off my coffee that has misunderstood ginger whiskey in it by the way a lot of the whiskey was at the bottom so I'm at the really good part right now okay.
1: <laughs> so Vanessa what do you got um i refilled my captain and coke and i did take a sip of coffee just to kind of give me a little boost and i'm ready (laughs) what do you have i'm on my second
2: captain and coke in my red solo cup Mm -hmm. i love love that i love that
0: okay okay literary briefs rapid fire questions literally i almost just forgot again what we're doing here i don't know why i do this i do know why because i love it okay um so rapid fire questions what is your favorite book who, me? That's, I'm not interviewing.
2: <laughs> not like <laughs> <laughs> By the way, this is your podcast. Oh, my. <laughs> okay, my favorite book. Um, um, oh, God. You caught me at the end and I'm drunk. Oh, my God. Um, That's why I do this. woo Welcome to Drinking With Authors Literary Breeds. Okay. I'm gonna say um a, oh f- fuck what was the name of it that first book that Chrisly Cole came out with with the vampire and the werewolf that shit was hot um a, 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 a hunger like no other a hunger like no other that was yes yes I love the fact I that you just pulled that sort of bitch. <laughs> I don't know what you were saying <laughs> It just left. It just left my mind. I like could see the cover. And I'm like, oh, 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 oh. Just didn't so go why, anywhere. Why is that your favorite book? Because of the whole spin that she put. I mean, I don't know. The whole spin that she put on paranormal stuff. I mean, she's got like every paranormal creature that you could possibly think of interacting in this book. And they're like a whole different world within the human realm it's just i love the spin that she put on the whole thing and that book kind of set everything off and then of course it's this whole series and some things are happening all at the same time and some things are kind of linear but i mean just the whole the fact i mean the fact that the werewolves are from scotland and they got this sexy ass scottish accent and all the vampires are from russia or estonia and they got this russian accent and and then the Faye are all from Ireland and I just and the demons are kind of South African and it's just I love it. I love it. I love it all. It's just the whole thing is like this creative mass of oh my god, why did I not think of that kind of thing going on? Wow. Wow. That's oh man. You should listen spirit. to Robert Petkoff read it. Oh my fucking God. Ooh, that man. man could read the right. phone book and it would be sexy. But um yeah, Robert Petkoff. And he does like all of her Immortals After Dark books that oh, <sighs> I just like sit there and drool and like oh, blah, 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 lick up the screen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Sorry, I the
0: I'm so glad we're doing video recording of this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <I'm>... <laughs> 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 Fucking bitch. <laughs> <Jesus. Okay. laughs> we gotta be ourselves for a moment. Uh, (laughs) favorite book what was
2: that what book do you not
0: like the most
2: oh man probably the last book that I bought the political shit I like to keep up with what's going on politically but it was like I read it and it was like it was hard to read it wasn't laid out logically and it wasn't I don't know. It just was not. I mean, normally you can kind of follow it and go, huh, that's interesting. This one, not so much. And I don't remember. It was by somebody here in Kentucky. And that's the whole reason that I bought it. Matt, somebody that does the radio shows and everything. And he's, you know, he has an interesting radio show. And I love his Wildcat stuff for University of Kentucky. But he just cannot write for shit. God love his little heart. I bought the book to support him because I like him. But damn, people, it was rough. It was real rough. I mean, it was real rough, like Brillo pad to the ass, rough. Okay, I've had. I can imagine that
0: experience. I've yet to have that experience, but I can imagine that experience. <laughs> well, speaking of Brillo pads to the ass, no. <laughs> <just kidding>. <laughs> 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 do you do you do you always finish your books? Do you always finish it when you get when you um buy them? Did she
2: freeze? It looks like... Okay, there she's back. Okay. I shelved, whoops, sorry. I can think of a couple that I shelved for a while. And one of them, God love it, was Cressley Cole's one of the Mortals After Dark. It was there. I threw it across, threw my iPad across the room at one point because I'm like, he's not a heroine. He's a bastard. I hate him. <laughs> but I can see what happened next. <laughs> I did not want to finish that book. He was so fucking mean to the heroine. He was so mean to her, but it was his character and he paid for it later. He paid for it later and he redeemed himself later, but I was just at the time, I'm thinking there's no possible way he can re- redeem himself in this. And so I guess it was kind of a evil experience maybe for mine because I was so tore up over this book. And I'm like, it was a, and it turned out it was the very first book I'd ever read from her. And Then I went back and bought the rest of them. (laughs) But but yes, I generally finish them. Sometimes it may take me a while and I have shelved more than one or two, but yes, I, if I buy the book, I'm going to read it, start to finish. Wow. Do you always need a happy ending or a happy for now? Yes. No. Yeah. Happy for now or happy, happy ever after either way. But yes, I have to, if they, if somebody dies at the end, the main character dies at the end or they just decide they're taking a break and going away. That's not no. I don't. I did not invest that six hours of my life or twelve hours of my life, depending on how long it is, reading that book for them not to be together at the fucking end. No, no, just no.
0: One of our 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 other co-hosts, what she'll do every book, she picks it up and looks at the last couple of pages to make sure the main character is still on the last
2: couple of pages. And do not give me a cliffhanger. No, put it all in one fucking book.
1: Sorry.
0: Wow. Wow. Okay. No Empire Strikes Back ending for you, huh? No.
1: Ooh. No. <laughs> that was a very strong response.
0: <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. So as a reader, what is your biggest pet peeve with an author? Like when you're reading a book, what would you consider one of your biggest pet peeves?
2: You mean besides cliffhanger endings? Yeah, no, we
0: got that. That's crystal yeah. clear. Just
2: your endings. Okay, well, I can think of an author right now that I dearly love, and I do buy just about everything she puts out. She's got about six series, and I think I've gotten all of at least four of them. (sighs) But the poor woman likes to use repetition. She really likes repetition, like a lot, like... She'll say almost the exact same thing, two chapters after she says it. And I feel like sometimes it's, I don't know if it's filler or if it's just the way she writes or whatever, but nobody's ever corrected her on it. Everybody calls her out on it, but she still does it. I still buy the book, but it's like my biggest pet peeve ever. is like, can you not think of a different way to say this? You've been at this for 20 years. Can you not say it differently? But I keep coming back. I keep coming back because she's got one of the most creative minds that I've ever come across and I just love reading her stuff and I like the things that she does and like one series she's got to Moines now she's really 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 pushing the envelope of sexual boundaries and everything even to me as an erotic author because I have written some just straight up erotica pushes the boundaries even for me sometimes in this mainstream book and it's just like yeah but can we not nix the repetition you know you can only for all time it so many times before it gets old you know <laughs> okay so who's the author I'm not saying that Why not? it's Christine Feehan I love her books I love her books I love her Carpathian she's probably the first vampire novel person that I ever read that they weren't really vampires or whatever I love her stuff her bikers are fantastic but my god can we just find a different way of saying some of this shit well it's interesting you say that
0: because we talk we like to talk a lot about editing and what editing actually is and um it sounded to me like on the last podcast you thoroughly appreciate the editing process and what editors do and I'm assuming you listen to them Mm -hmm.
2: yes that was that was a lesson I learned very early on (laughs) but I've also been lucky enough to have the same editor for 15 years so we kind of have a back and forth she knows what to expect of me I know what to expect of her she knows my hard limits I know her hard limits and we've only in 15 years had one argument on something and it just turned out it was a trigger for her I did scale it back a little bit I didn't completely pull the scene from the book but I did scale it back quite a bit just because she suggested but yeah you you gotta listen to your editors if your editor don't call you out on it though it's fair game Yeah, no, totally. And that's what I was
0: going to say is I think as writers, especially as you become more and more successful, and possibly you end up with different editors and stuff, I would almost have a test sample thing that you had gotten back from another editor and send it to them and see what they do. Like if you had an editor you really liked that edited something, take that hard piece, like that section that they didn't like, send it and go, what would you have done with it? Because if they're you know, Stephen King talks about this and he has a whole thing on his website to send him edit issues because he had an editor that was newer and was afraid to call him out. And he put a book out and it was terribly <laughs> full of horrible edits. And he was like, that's it. Never
2: mind. We'll get the fans to tell me what's wrong and I'll get it fixed. Well, and honestly, like in his case, too. But I'm sure in her case, it's. I mean, her readers are hardcore. They're going to buy anything she puts out. I'm sure they're used to it. I'm used to it. Don't mean I like it, but you know, I'm still buying her shit. You oh, know? I
0: understand. There are, there are a couple authors I'm absolutely committed to, even if they do that same thing. Mm-hmm. Like there's a point we were talking yesterday with an author for a little bit and we were talking about when to give up a series. Like when <laughs> yeah. you need to call the fucking ball on that series and just give it the fuck up and let it go. Let, <laughs> it, go, <laughs> let it go. Let it go. I <laughs> you know, when it starts snowing in here, um, because you do need to let it go at some point. If it's if you are really not being original, it's not new. You're just dragging the thing out at this point. You're doing it because it's giving you a paycheck. Totally understand that in a way, but at the same time, take some characters in there, branch off, and do a story about them and something different and not the same repetitive bullshit over again. Yeah, you know, yeah. let it, let it, let it absolutely go. Where's your question? <laughs> Vanessa, we're doing rapid fire. Did you just have too much captain? What the hell?
1: Oh, I don't... Well, because you guys were having some great questions, so I, was, I felt like I was a viewer. Just, you know, I'm just enthralled in the conversation. <laughs> You're just chilling, <laughs> aren't you? <laughs> well, I, actually, I would love to know like, who is like one of your ultimate ships? Like, couple ships. I, I would love to know who, who are you rooting for? And In what? I'm in, sorry. In like, for instance, are you, like, and I'm only throwing this in as an example. You don't have to use this one. But, like, if you were, like, a Bella and Edward fan or, you know, a um, trying to think of uh, Jamie and Claire from Outlander. Like, is there one that is, like, one of your ultimate what? couple ships? Oh, man.
2: Well, honestly, <laughs> I kind of, I was kind of rooting for Ray and um, Kalo. Oh
1: yeah. <laughs> Sorry, then, don't <laughs> to me. Yeah, and Sorry. I cried. <laughs> and I cried because,
2: yeah, I was just I was that was that was a hard moment. <laughs> that was a really hard moment. I don't know that I'll get over that anytime soon.
1: That was so like one moment you I were did. like, Oh, did I finally get what I wanted? And then two yes. seconds later, it's all yes. together. And, and then and then I'm like, What the fuck? He like
2: gave his life for you. Why don't you give your life back for him? But just go back and forth. It's the same thing over and over again. But it just I guess it doesn't work that way. My son was like, Mom, mom, it's not real. <laughs> 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 and, and mom so. said the same thing when I was like, do you think if Jack yeah. could have got out of the water that oh. he would have lived? Oh. Don't and mom's like, that. mom's like, you do realize that they're a made up character, right? That didn't really. <laughs> he <laughs> I'm could like, have was got on that door. Y'all know it. <laughs> oh, my
0: goodness.
2: Oh, my goodness. And this is why I don't like cliffhangers and I have to have a happy ever after. Ending. I mean, or at least a happy for now. They have to be together at the end of the book, and they have to be no plans of separating.
1: Oh my god, did you watch? I mean, it was just snow. Did you watch that? What's the Marvel movie? Not Endgame, because Endgame, but the one right before Endgame when you were left with that one cliffhanger. Did you watch? Yeah, that? the Soul Stone thing. The yeah, yeah, I watched it. I walked out of there devastated. I didn't know what to do. I was
2: just I was just sitting there and like the credits are rolling and of course you know you've got the in the in the credit and when Captain Marvel and, and all this and everybody's there and I'm like and then they're like whatever Thanos will return or whatever and I'm like I don't care about Thanos. I wanna know where Spider Man is.
1: I know. Oh my god.
2: I want I mean <laughs> I mean, and then my son goes, well, you know Black Panther's not really dead, right? You know that. He's, like, one of the biggest, you know, you know Black Panther's not really dead, Mom. I'm like, yeah, but I need a hug.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you say I that know. in the news this weekend, if we're going to be super sad about everything, uh-huh. is that Black Panther it actually did pass away this weekend.
1: I know! Oh, it <laughs> was devastating.
0: It was, can, yeah. Can we
2: just skip? Get- 2020 already. I mean, I know I know we just that kind of sums it all up. 13 is like I'm the worst number ever, and 666 is like, Yeah, right. And 2020 is like, hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that about sums it up. Yeah, know. and then he really did. Not I was like no you and, and you know,
0: like a lot of writers. I I it's interesting because a lot of us, especially that had day jobs, we're like, Well, now we're at home and we're gonna have time, and like I mean, there are horrible things, but we're, you know, we always talk about wanting more time and less distraction and all that stuff. And I found that that didn't work well. Like this. No, it
2: didn't, because we had all the time in the world after March. We had all the time in the world. And what are we doing? We're lamenting the fact that Wonder Woman did not come out this summer as planned. Or actually back in March, I guess. I mean, you know, come on we got to have Wonder Woman, you know, we just do. I, I, I I agree a
0: thousand percent.
2: But yeah, no, we all, you're, you're exactly right. We lament the fact that we don't have enough time. We need the day job. Then we get furloughed and we just manage to catch up. We don't actually get ahead. You know, it, it doesn't matter. There's always going to be something that distracts us because we're ADHD and squirrel. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Squirrel is exactly right. Writer's. That's, that's why I end up doing
0: the gesture and going, can you get back on task? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cute. My favorite is when they, the writers come to me and go, I want to write this story and this story. And I'm like, cool, here's your spreadsheet, make a couple notes, get back to what you were supposed to finish. <laughs> like, oh yeah. And then when up. she kept- does that work out well for you? It, it does, but I think it's, yeah, it's, it's the nature of. <laughs>
1: How I do it because I because do it. the same thing to me and sometimes it doesn't work out so well <laughs> I, well the thing is I'll say when Erica's like so how are you doing on such and such and I'm like oh great and I'm like shit I gotta go real fast I need to hurry I've up and, and I was like I've I don't know like, I'll be like I don't want to disappoint Erica I don't want to get yelled at <laughs> and I say yelled That's at my and favorite, my my favorite one day.
2: is oh it'll be done this weekend yeah I'll, I'll get it to you before I go to bed Sunday night oh yeah and my editor's like yeah. my editor's like yeah right and margaret's like yeah right <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well i also go when she goes oh it's going great i'm like cool
0: so what does that mean like <laughs> what does that mean to you when you say it's going great but one thing i find too, and I, I'm, I'm glad that we actually got here is um I think you have to have other writers around you and have people that go, so how's it going? Because, like, we get on a call. This is something we started doing um, uh, a while ago. Apparently, it was my idea, and I don't remember having the idea, but I'll claim it because it's brilliant. So, obviously, I had that idea. Mm -hmm. Um, And we get on a call every night from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m., and there's four of us. And um, we work together at the publication company. So every now and then we're doing that stuff. But mainly it's just to write. But the cool thing is we're on Skype and I can see Vanessa. So I'll see Vanessa get this particular. She'll do do this thing. And now that we're on video, I can show it. Where she kind of pauses and she'll do this. And I'm like, that bitch is not writing a fucking word right now. I don't know what she's doing. So I will go. I, and that was me putting my hand under my chin and staring at the computer for those just listening to the podcast. Don't want to take that away from you. And I'm like, so, Vanessa, how's it going? I'm fine. <laughs> I'm like, okay. You know, people have been bitten by zombies, say that. What's happening? Are you stuck? And we can go, what are you stuck on? Let's talk about it. And I call it kind of being a muse. And it's not that she necessarily takes anything I'm saying, but sometimes we can work through it. Like one of the writers I work with had this scene that was happening and she's like, I cannot figure out how to tie this thing. And I'm like, why don't you invent a sea monster? And I Googled mystical sea monsters or something and sent like two links in the chat to weird fucking Mm -hmm. sea monsters. And I'm like, why don't you have her get paralyzed or it's sleep inducing? I don't know. That'll help. And she literally took that, obviously changed it so it was way cooler than what I sent, and put it in the story. And I think that's important. I think you have to have somebody, when you get stuck, to bounce, even just talk to about it yeah. and encourage you. Because you can get stuck and you can be looking at that page. And not like writer's block, like when we were kids we thought, where you just stare at a blank page in a typewriter for hours or days. It's not that. <laughs> you can get stuck in a scene and it just kind of doesn't go, and you need somebody to go boop, and unwedge it, like mm-hmm. make it happen. And I, I think that's a vital part. Do that you helps. have a writer's yeah. group that
2: you're a part of, a writing team, or what, you know? There's a few of us that kind of get together on uh, Facebook from time to time and just, like I said, just have writing sprints or whatever. I don't I don't really have, like, a group, a writing group per se, but, I mean, uh you know, always, Margaret is always super helpful if I get stuck. I'm like, I'll tell her what's going on and what do you suggest? And then of course she comes up with something way off the wall. And it's more than anything it just kind of gets me thinking, well, like, no. Well, why no? Why don't you want to use that? It'll work. Well, and then I'll find something, you know, but that's the way I work and she knows that. Um, but yeah, no, I we just book sprints or whatever. And sometimes if we get stuck, I'm like, dude, I don't know what to do. I can't write this sex scene. And I've found that The group that I work with, they'll get stuck on the sex before they'll get stuck on anywhere else. The story, no problem. They get stuck on the sex because they're like, there's only so many ways you can insert tab A into slot B. What do I do next? I'm like, I don't know. And then we'll work through it and somehow it'll get unstuck and then it'll start flowing again. And it'll turn out to be a pretty hot scene. So, you know, I think sometimes you're right. You just need somebody to kind of nudge you in that direction. Yeah, and I don't, I don't,
0: I'm not even saying take what they say. You can completely right. ignore whatever's coming out of their mouth, mm-hmm. but just have somebody to do whatever in your mind or brain or whatever that kicks it again and makes you go, okay, I know where I'm going with this now. Yeah. You know, especially Definitely. if you're a pantser like me, Some if you get stuck, it's not like you have a fucking outline to go back to. You're like, <laughs> oh,
2: <mom."> <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're at the gas station. Yeah, and sometimes Wikipedia is not your friend. That's all I'm saying. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> that's a black hole. I could okay. shit on Wikipedia all day long. <laughs> like oh my totally god. unrelated.
0: Shit. I- and that's that's the truth with YouTube videos. Don't uh, unless you're trying to see how to construct something, do not fucking watch a YouTube video cuz you're going in. you'll get into the cats. Eventually somehow it will lead yes, to It
2: always comes back to the cats.
0: Yes. Yeah. And yes. I I don't, I don't fucking understand that. Okay. Um, let's talk about sex. So, um, on the sex scenes, when sex. you first, yeah, exactly. Let's talk about sex <laughs> <Okay>. Anyway. Um, <laughs> did you, when you started writing sex scenes, um, did you use a dolls or anything? I know that sounds kind of horrible, but I'm, I've talked to a lot of people who write sex scenes, and you have to keep track of how many body parts are doing different things and what they're doing, and is that
2: fucking humanly possible? I personally did not, but there was an author several years back with Changeling who had her kin and her Barbie dolls, and she would, like, they had their own blog. They had their own fucking blog. She would get it, yeah, she had, and then she would, like, make up these little stories, and she's like, okay, so this is what I'm working, this, and it, she tied it all back to her books, obviously, the book she was working on, but, like, she'd have her little kin and her little Barbie, and they'd all be doing whatever, and she would take pictures, and G.I. Joe, she had a G.I. Joe doll, and, and, I mean, just, all this, and have them in their little scene, and 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 everything like that. And then she would like take pictures and like write a mini story on her blog to go with. But that's what how it all started was she was trying to find a way to get all the body parts in the right place. Wow, I think it's true. That it was awesome. And it, it was scene. fucking
0: awesome. Because, <laughs> and I've met authors, and we have authors that um write multiple partners. So one on one, you can kind of imagine in your brain. But the second other people enter into the equation, you have to keep track of where everybody's thing is because that will throw somebody out of the story when they're like, what? What just happened? Where did
2: that go? Changeling is one of the few publishing houses that still uses like posters to make their CGI characters. It was changed from back in the day. But we were I did a book one time and I can't remember, but there was, like, three guys and the girl. And I had them all in this complicated scene and everything. And my editor's like, no. The legs do not bend that way. It's not going to work. And so I get on. The, I'm like, okay, guys, I need help. Katrina says this is not going to work. These yeah.
0: people
2: and rendered it and like okay here you go this is what it would look like i'm like yes that's it that's it and katrina's like like yeah but you can't have the legs i mean we had a ball with it get a ball with it but yeah you just take all these little things and you like pose them and this is what it would look like now write that <laughs> oh my
1: gosh. I feel like sometimes- it was
2: awesome we've had a lot of fun with shit like that we've had a lot of fun with stuff like that it's been a while but yeah we used to do stuff like that all the time you just like it your artists involved especially if it's going to cover artists and you know they're going to be doing that book and they'll just you know they'll play with it and they'll have fun with it and everybody has a great time and it just kind
1: of morphed into this big event you know <laughs> yeah I found that like in our writing group that we'll be like okay we're trying to explain how this girl jumps on top of him and then he's doing something and it's like is it possible and so sometimes we'll throw snippets of the convers the of the description into the chat and then the collective group will kind of look at it and be like, okay, if you're reading this, does this make sense? Do you know what the exact movement, what position? Because sometimes you're trying to figure out, you know, what's the best way to describe it without being not being too wordy, but to also making sure it makes sense as well. And so it gets, we end up, I'm like, I always worry that someone is going to walk in in a conversation and be like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs>
2: No, we've been I guilty of taking clips of porn videos too, and, and, and inserting them. Thing, you know, this is what I'm talking about. This I saw, sort of maybe heard. No, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that the video team got.
1: Yeah, sometimes like it works, days.
2: sometimes it doesn't. But yeah, this <laughs> is six inches. Where like no, like it really, one. wasn't me. Wasn't me. Yeah, yeah, you. did.
0: <laughs> you for a second, but you're like this. And I'm like, this <laughs> is right this six inches. Yay! Oh my goodness. Okay. Oh my gosh, we we are almost at 30 minutes. Okay, how do people find you, my friend? Your shameless self promotion starts now. Uh,
2: Mark. That's, that's you. you <laughs> to your podcast. Yeah, that's me. Are you asking me? Are you asking me? Yes. <laughs> martica carlin.com m-a-r-t-e-e-k-a-k-a-r-l-a-n-d martica carlin.com. amazing newsletter where people get to find out all kinds of things and get inside tidbits yes yes i do it's all on my website there is a part that says newsletter i would tell you how. i mean i don't can't tell you the link because it's that long but, yeah, on the, on my website at the very bottom in the left-hand corner is a spot that says newsletter. You click there, and it takes you where to sign up for it. And I try to put out at least one a month. Sometimes it's more than that. Uh, there's surprise contests. I'll every now and then just give away, like, a $10 Amazon gift card to just readers who open it and sign up for it. I mean, you know, just there's all kinds of little things that go out every now and then, swag bags, everything. But some of it is, some of it is exclusive to my newsletter. So if you want to pick it up there it is no more than three a month but sometimes there'll be more than one very cool okay what
0: about what is your next book coming out
2: um it's at the end of the month i forget exactly which day um and it's stunner's book it'll be on the 28th uh no 29th of september i guess no 25th sorry 25th of september um it should go up on pre-order soon uh i've just had released um Thorn's book, it's from Salvation's Bane, Stunners from Bones. Uh, but Stunners book just came out, it just went live on Amazon this week, so it's been out for like two weeks total. And then the next one is Stunners book, it's written, it's in there. Everybody had been, I mean, even get reviews mentioning, say, I can't wait for Stunners book. So it's out there, it's done, it's in the can. I'm just waiting to get edits back from the author. And I'm excited about that book, probably more than any of the ones that I've written in that series. It's a, it's, It was a great story. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed every second of writing that book. Wonderful. Yay! Okay. It was wonderful having you on our podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. This has been great. This has been fun.
0: Oh, awesome. And I can't wait. We're going to definitely have you back. So this has been Drinking With Authors, Literary Briefs. I'm Erica Lance. I'm Vanessa
1: Valiente.
0: And we'll see you next time.